0: Asses,
1: but they are who we thought they were. What's the problem now? It's about damn time. Woo.
0: All righty, what's happening, everybody? This is the Philly Experience podcast. I'm here with Tyre Hood, Tanner martin I'm your host, Max Ratula great to be with everybody tonight. hope everybody's staying safe. As always, Chris Thacker is unable to be here tonight. He's out of town on vacation. So I hope he enjoys that. Hopefully he'll be back next week. But guys, I got to tell you a ton of stuff to get to tonight. And we'll start with Deshaun Jackson. Some off the field issues with him. We'll touch on a lot of contracts uh, throughout the league in the NFL as well. Um, and the Redskins, they're in the news lately, but not for good reason. And uh, we'll end it with it's stupid. Ben Simmons. No longer the point guard, so that's a big change up there, and we'll see if that leads to any more Sixers success in the future. But guys, let's start with Deshaun Jackson tonight. Um, about a week ago, comes out says uh, some anti-Semitic posts, um, and you know, with everything that's going on in the country right now, just horrible timing. It really, is no good timing at all to say anything. Would he would like say anything no. that he did? But um, I mean, I'll throw it to Tanner first on this one, man. What, what's your reaction when you found yeah. out that? Uh, about these comments that Deshaun said? Well,
2: as you mentioned, he posted an anti-Semitic quote, which was, it wasn't even a real Hitler quote, by the way. Uh, they, they said that it it wasn't le- a legit Hitler quote. Um, and first off, I just want to say, like you mentioned, it was bad timing and uh, it was obviously in poor taste um, and especially just uh, not good timing at all. It's There's never a good time to say anything like that at all. But especially during what's going on right now, um, with all the current problems, um, it's just not something you post. It's not even something you should really feel. Um, however, I do appreciate uh, the lengths now that he is taking to make up and apologize. Um, once he found out that it, it offended people, um, he came right out and he he apologized. Um, he had a, a Zoom chat with a Holocaust survivor. Um, I know Julian Edelman suggested um, that him and uh, Deshaun have a meeting and discuss um, what Deshaun did wrong. And he was going to take him around to uh, some memorial museums, um, Holocaust memorial museums. And Deshaun also agreed to visit uh, Auschwitz, uh, obviously, when the travel restrictions are lifted. And he also uh, pledged to donate to Jewish community efforts. But what the Eagles did was they fined him for his posts. And going forward, it's obviously going to be a little awkward between both the owner of the team, uh, Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman, because both of those guys are Jewish Mm -hmm. and there's going to be some mending of the relationship uh, there And do you guys think that the Eagles handled this situation correctly? I know people are talking about a similar issue that happened years ago with Riley Cooper Mm -hmm. and, um, Cooper had, he was at a concert, a country concert. He, uh, was videotaped actually saying racist, uh, comments towards security guards and other people at the event. And, um, he was released later in 2015, but that was not due to this situation. That was due to, um, a down year of play yeah. um and in 2015 he actually had an extension of five years worth 25 mil eight mil guaranteed t i'll throw it to you mm-hmm. um do you think the eagles handle this situation um well or do what do you think the eagles need to do going forward and what do you think Deshaun jackson further more needs to do
1: um i do think the eagles did handle it well because they immediately jumped on the issue they didn't wait for the issue to grow they didn't wait for you know social media to attack them and be like hey you know your player said this um what are you going to do about it um you know these things need to be addressed and on the record and i'm going to say this right now i'm never ever going to be in agreement with somebody saying that one race is greater than another the issue is in today's world and i don't mean to get outside of the world of sports on this one but the issue that was that's going on today and the reason why the black lives matter movement is even a thing now is because of the fact that african americans want equal rights and they want equal opportunity just like everyone else and i agree i completely agree with that everybody no matter what your race is should be equal nobody's greater than another the anti-semitic um, post that Deshaun Jackson Jackson uh, put out there was bad timing it was horrible however I do feel like you know that he has learned his lesson and everybody has reached out instead of people attacking him well common people like us not particularly us but common people period attacked him for his comments but You know, like you said, Julian Edelman reached out and talked to him. Um, He's talked to um, elder Jewish, elder Jewish people um, and rabbis about, you know, some of the things that he spoke about. And honestly, I, I wish we had that approach, you know, in everyday life that, you know, that we're going through now instead of us attacking each other for the things that we say. Let's sit down together. Let's break bread and let's educate ourselves.
2: Right now, T you mentioned bad timing and it, it really does seem like a theme throughout uh, each show. I feel like we're talking about something's bad timing Uh, a few shows ago. We had Bryce Harper commenting and people said that was uh, a bad timing on his contract disputes or playing and money Mm. wise. Uh, I just think maybe these players have too much time on their hands now because they're not playing sports. And I think uh, everyone needs to, uh, to, uh, focus more on what they say and how it affects others yeah
1: i I do agree with that and that's and that's another thing that I, i i feel as though i need to put out there listen people and this goes farther you know farther beyond athletes i don't care who you are you've got to do your research and watch what you post for crying out loud you have listen man it's not cool to just be putting things out there without proper research without you know, you not knowing a 110% what you're doing. You posted things and you quoted, first off, you quoted the wrong thing from a horrible person. Number one. Then number two, you posted anti-Semitic comments huh. from a minister who is known to have preached about putting one race over another. That's yeah. horrible. You Listen, that's not the world that we're trying to Um, we're trying to live in. We're trying to have everybody from all backgrounds equal, not one race above another. I've never agreed with that.
0: Hundred percent. See, I think you know you hit all the points right there. Um, for me, um, I disagree though. I don't know if the Eagles handled the situation uh correctly. Honestly, um, you know we all know Deshaun is a great player and. I don't know. Uh, you know, you guys had your opinion, um, and me at first I was like, "Man, like, let's not lose Deshaun here." You know, he brings so much to the table. But then I started to think about, you know, what's been happening, and you know, some of the things, uh, some some of the things players, other players have said, and yeah. we all talked about the timing here, especially Tanner. You know, it's a great point. And for me personally, I sat there and I was like, "This is horrible timing." And uh, with what's going on in our country right now, I really thought, and and I, after after a day, you know, and the Eagles came in, yeah. or a day or two, maybe longer. They said they find them, and I was surprised. I really was because I thought, you know, it, even though it was such, it was going to be such a hard decision. I thought the Eagles at the end of the day were going to release them just because of the timing yeah. and uh, the comments he made. But um, you know, the Eagles go with a fine, and you know that's that's how it ends up. You know, Deshaun lucked out, in my opinion. You know, definitely, yeah, definitely. not the right time to say that ever. Not at all. And
2: I feel like cutting Deshaun Jackson would also cause more controversy. It would have. Which the Eagles definitely had to have thought about. Mm -hmm, Uh, For one, you're you're cutting a player that obviously we didn't get to see play uh, that often last season, and Mm -hmm. there's fans excited to see him and merchandise sales, and that obviously goes into effect because these guys really just think about money in most ways. But also, uh, as I mentioned, that Riley Cooper situation, Mm -hmm. they did not cut him after an obvious racist situation yeah. um, and then to go ahead and cut an African-American player uh, during this time uh, without, you know, sitting down, listening, talking to mm-hmm. what was really going through his head. I, I really do believe that Deshaun Jackson meant no harm. No, um, he's, no, I don't think so, he's a good guy. He's proved that he's a good guy by the way he donates and uh, goes around the neighborhood and really uh, tries to take care of everyone in the community. Yeah. And I think cutting Deshaun Jackson would would been a bigger headache in that way. And it, I'm not saying that because obviously what he said is offensive. And mm-hmm. I don't want to just think bias uh, in a biased way about obviously being an Eagles fan, right. wanting Deshaun Jackson to play. Uh, you have to look through it from other fans. I know other fans are uh, saying how, how could the Eagles keep Deshaun Jackson right. after what he said. So, right. so it's that's really, part of my opinion, you know, because yeah. I
0: saw you heard all the backlash and I was like, wow, like, yeah. once you hear all these people coming out, it's like if you're you're an owner, it puts a lot of pressure on you. It's and that's really why thought a tough situation. That yeah.
1: But once again, yeah. um, you brought up how they handled Riley Cooper in that situation where he blatantly said a racist comment at the Kenny Chesney concert. And yeah. instead of him getting released, the players all rallied around him. Not only did the players rally around him and he had players like Michael Vick and Jason Navant back him yeah. up. The Philadelphia Eagles gave him an extension. Yeah. On top of that,
2: you mentioned you mentioned Michael Vick and how the players um, really uh, they they forgave him for that situation. But Michael Vick's brother Marcus, um, he actually threatened uh, Riley Cooper. He put out he he put out a, a few choice words in Riley Cooper's direction. So th- there was a lot. There's a lot going on, and for right. them to uh, two years later uh, reward him with a contract. Um, yeah. extension uh, albeit he did have a, a a good season uh that that upcoming season but it's just it, you got to look at it from multiple ways through the owner's eyes gm fans yeah him himself yeah
0: 100 yeah. percent. like I, I think i think the riley cooper, cooper situation um even though similar to deshaun as far as the player the position and everything like that but you know, it's one thing to to have an opinion, especially with social media. People make mistakes on social media, right? They, they see something, their eyes pop. Yeah. It's like, okay, let me throw it out mm-hmm. there. Damn, like I didn't mean to do that. Excuse my yeah. language. But um, with the Riley Cooper situation, um, I, I think, you know, you just get drunk and you just start saying anything. I mean, that's that's a different story. I mean, you just can't do that, you know. And I, I'm really yeah. surprised at the time that, that yeah. they kept Riley Cooper. And now, uh, keeping the strong Jackson, I mean, listen, if this is a player of less talent, are we, are we sitting here saying – you know, that player, for example, I'm not going to name someone specific, but a player of lesser talent, uh, would he have ever received ever the same result as Deshaun? I, I mean... Or even, even a rookie. Yeah. Like yeah, like 100%. Like, if it's like a backup offensive lineman, is he still on the team is the question.
1: And that's a that's a huge argument. And it's funny because I have, you know, discussions like this with my family all the time. And the reality is that player probably wouldn't be on the squad nine times out of ten yeah. if, I, if I had to... uh if I had to take a wild guess. So does Deshaun Jackson have any – having Deshaun Jackson having value, does that help him in this case? Yes. However, in a similar situation with a lesser player, nah. Nah, we're not having this discussion. That's an automatic cut.
2: It can also be compared to – he's a football player. um, What recently just happened by the same thing is Nick Cannon um, had – posted around the same kind of thing that deshaun jackson posted and he mm-hmm. he was fired from his show and so you can see the difference between players and um people on tv uh mm-hmm. it's just uh you can see the difference in how how
0: they're treated especially yeah. athletes i, I yeah. know we will talk famous people but uh I, me personally I think there's levels of famous people in the can i mean yeah. yeah people know all of them but you're talking about deshaun jackson you talking about yeah. professional athletes on tv mm-hmm. um it's just a different. It's just a different ball game with them. And yep, um, you know, I want to transition now to something uh, on the field. We'll get uh, we'll get back to stuff off the field a little bit later in the show. But now we'll transition to on the field with the Eagles. Um, they've resigned Jason Peters, one year contract. He's going to play right guard. I know we have different opinions on this, so I'll go to T with this first. T your initial reaction when we saw and found out that the Eagles are bringing back JP.
1: Okay, so let's set this scenario up real quick because I'm a little disappointed. So what at first happened? So I had um, sent you guys something that Brian Baldinger had said. Yeah, T, and, thanks for that. <laughs> and Baldy had basically said that, "Hey, the Eagles are going to make a uh, splash um, this week." I am like, okay. I am like, all right. What's going on? Are we getting, you know, are we getting Adams? Are we getting, um, you know, are we getting Jadavian Clowney? Like, hey, hey, I am getting excited. I am getting hyped. You know what's going on? Oh, it's it's only Jason Peters. That stinks. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like the move. I'm not a fan of the move. And listen, I'm on record of saying that I love Jason Peters and I do outside of Brian Dawkins. He will go down in history as my all time favorite Philadelphia Eagle to ever play in a Philadelphia Eagle uniform bar none. However, this is like the this is like the old girlfriend scenario where you go back to what's comfortable for you instead of moving on and exploring other options, even though you know that the relationship's not going to work out. Listen, once again, it's, it's
0: a good, good analogy. I like it.
1: Once again, I, I love Jason Peters and I love what he brings to the table. However, listen, does everybody remember the fall starts? Does everybody remember Jason Peters getting bulldozed on some plays? Okay. He's getting bulldozed by defensive ends who weigh on average from 260, to 280 pounds. Do you really want him going up against guys that average 310 pounds? Mm, that's a different end. And you're changing positions. Not only are you changing positions, you're changing sides. This is a whole different ball game. All right. Muscle memory is a thing. It exists. Okay, people. Andre Dillard may sound ridiculous to a lot of people last year, but he didn't to me. As a person who played a little bit of high school football, listen, muscle memory is a thing. That is not going to be an easy transition to go from left tackle to right guard. And you know what? And even back up further, my claim, I, I did some stats. Okay, I looked up some stats. All right. I did some Tanner work. I got some stats. All right. So. Last year, according to Liam Jenkins of Philadelphia Sports Network, Miles Sanders, his yards per carry up the middle, six and a half yards. Off the right guard, 4.92 yards. Off the right tackle, 3.3 yards. His yards per carry off of the left tackle was 2.83. That's a problem. That, uh, (laughs) I'm not a big fan of Jason Peters coming back. I'm sorry, but I, I personally, I think, it's it's complete and utterly. Hey, that's ludicrous. Yes, thank you, man.
0: All right, Tanner, you got a counter argument yeah. that, or are you going to agree um, wholeheartedly? I'm,
2: I'm going to agree uh, because, as T mentioned, he he sent me on Instagram a few on Saturday. He sent <laughs> me a post that stated from Brian Baldinger that stated, "I'm hearing whispers about big news coming this week. Birds could be a lot better in mid July." So that's I wake ridiculous. up to this message from T.
1: <laughs> well i'm getting thrown under the bus today
2: and i obviously i'm thinking uh, first off the picture has the background picture is Jadavian Clowney of that tweet right that t sent me so i'm thinking all right Jadavian Clowney, jamal adams or possibly a running back uh the eagles get and then yannick
0: and got would have been nice yeah, too now uh,
2: of course uh <laughs> then a few days later what do you know uh, the Eagles re-signed Jason Peters. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that, was, that was the big news. That was that was what was gonna make the Eagles a, a much better team. Thirty-eight-year-old Jason Peters. He, he's not even gonna be playing. His he's gonna be playing guard, obviously taking over for Brooks. Right? Is that is that no. what? Yes. And, and Jason Peters. Jason Peters, not Jamal Adams, Javian Clowney, Jason Peters. That pisses me off. That's the big move that's going to make the Eagles a
0: much better team. Well, guys, I have to disagree with both of you. I'm sorry I have to do it. Of course. Here's why. You you
1: attacked Jason Peters relentlessly this past season. So I got to hear this. I
0: did. But the key about this situation is one thing, one thing only. The Eagles didn't bring Jason Peters back to play left tackle. All
1: right.
0: If they were going to do it, they would have. Done it multiple months ago. But he's gonna move to guard. And that's a whole new world. Now, my opinion on this is simple. Him moving to guard, right? Mm-hmm. I personally think every time he walks onto the field, he's the biggest guy. You can make an argument, a few guys in the league match up well with him. But listen, a guard, you know better than I do, offensive defensive linemen. But when I'm watching on TV, like you said before, multiple shows, when you don't see a guy in offensive lineman you don't hear his name, that's mm-hmm. a good thing. Yes. So I think Peters can step in at right guard and listen, like you said, the 2.9 or whatever yards per carry Miles Sanders had on the left side last year, Peters had to move. He needed the feet. He needed to move left. He needed to move right and back quickly. You know, you got to have that, you know, agility on the edges as a tackle on the guard position. You just got to be big, hold your position. Don't get bulldozed over. And I think if Peters can do that, then we'll be a successful
1: team. Yeah, that's easier said than done, Max. I mean, not to good to bulldoze. Once again, he was getting bulldozed by guys who were between 260, 280 pounds on that left side. Now he's going up against guys that average 310, 315 pounds, and that's all they know how to do is run people over between TE stunts and ET stunts and just relentless bull rushing. Yeah. yeah. I'm, a little, I'm a little nervous about that.
2: Of course, and um, we're all used to uh, hearing false start, uh, number 71, (laughs) offsides. It's just a a familiar sound for the past seasons that we're getting used to, and I guess we'll we'll have to hear it again. Yes. We'll see. Quit yucking
0: my young. I want to throw this now to the contract situations, both that have been signed and both that haven't been signed. So let's start with the ones that did get signed. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start with Miles Garrett. He re-signs a massive contract with the Cleveland Browns, five years, 125 million dollars. Garrett's been, you know, yeah. famous recently for yeah. his attack on Mason Rudolph yeah. with an object. But listen, I get it. Like he's still a great pass rusher. Very. And and here's the thing: I, I left tackles, pass rushers, quarterbacks—you give him a the big contract. I get that. But Cleveland, man, I tell you what. I think Baker playing Baker's rookie contract plays into this a lot because they're paying him you know minimal money and now they can give these big contracts to other players to surround him. Mm-hmm. But do you guys agree that this is a good move for you know Cleveland? I know you got to lock uh, up your talent, but 125 million for you know a guy who's been a little uh, yeah. I don't know what you, yeah. that was a call. You never know. What you <laughs> One day he's playing well, the next minute he's whacking dudes on the head. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree, Max, because. This is a very controversial,
2: uh, uh, to me, extension because of what he 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 was suspended obviously mm-hmm. for what he did against uh, Mason Rudolph, and then he comes back to um, not comes back immediately, obviously, but to to a contract extension uh, that that's worth a lot of money. I, yeah. I understand there's nothing really the
0: franchise at least one yeah, right low
2: lifes yeah they're, uh, the team didn't really do anything uh, that I'm aware of. Um, personally, with what he did, I know Baker obviously said a few things post game. Uh, that you can't do stuff like that. But um, I feel like there's uh, he, he's suspended for the I was the rest. It was the rest yeah, of the season. He was know? suspended and, indefinitely. Uh, but then to come back and he gets a contract extension, I just feel like it once again bad timing. Yeah, uh, but, <laughs> but there's yeah, nothing really the Browns about. can do. They can't really wait to do right. it um that, that's just what i think on that bad timing
1: if they wait then you run the risk of one him getting right. interest from another team and two you run the risk of you not being able to resign him to a deal in which you it'll work for in your favor with the cat so
0: yeah tell you, let me let me jump in here real fast i mean listen if they wait a little bit longer, do you think negotiations could have – Now you don't want to nickel and dime guys, but do you think right. they could actually negotiate and maybe cut that 125 million down to like I don't know, say 110, 100 million, yeah. just based on the fact that when you sign a guy to this contract, he's your face for your franchise, and the lasting memory everybody in the world has of you is you hitting somebody in the head with a helmet. Yeah. You know, like Tanner, you said, "a bad timing." Yeah. I just feel like you know, if I'm an Eagles fan of, and we have Miles Garrett, I'm like, "All right, like, yeah, great player." You know, yeah, great. Geez, that's a lot of commitment. A lot of commitment to one player. Um, let, let's go to the next guy here. Derrick Henry, four years, fifty million. I think this is, you know, well deserved. Best running Ooh, back in football yeah. last year. Second best, you know, him and McCaffrey, one A, one B, you can argue. But uh, yeah. you know, when playoff, playoffs came around, Henry really just, you know, took over for the Titans.
1: Peace, um
0: but he, well deserved. I thought he was gonna play on the uh, on the franchise tag and a little throwing a little fancy knowledge yeah. here, you know, you want a little extra motivation you uh, mm. draft them in leagues, but uh, yeah. now he gets that big contract. Do you see this guy slowing down anytime soon? Uh,
2: well, it's it, it's a typical stereotype that uh, they're at the, the the top of their career at, at this age, 25, yeah. 26 years old. And then after that, I think, I think right now the contract that he got was perfect for him because after 25, 26, players start to de- – um, running backs especially start to decline because that's so mm-hmm. much uh, that you're putting on your body every season. Um, And then teams, obviously, they don't treat running backs aren't treated um, equally compared to other other positions Mm -hmm. because a running back is used and abused uh, because a running back could be great his first few seasons. And then after that rookie contract, you franchise tag franchise tag. We've seen it done. Levion bell who franchise tagged and he was like no i'm not playing for you guys and then goes to the jets and gets a lot of money but that doesn't happen for a lot of players a lot of players mm-hmm. lose their skill after 25 26 and now this will take derrick henry if he plays well of course yeah. to um to 30 years old and then after that what, what do you do uh hope honestly i i don't want to predict anything but derrick henry will probably be uh be a free agent after after his contract. I feel like he, there's no way he can keep up with this play.
0: That yeah, I don't know. Yeah. See, let me let yeah. me say this, and then I throw it to you, T. I mm-hmm. think just the way Henry's built is just pure power. Yeah. Um, I don't see him dropping his size anytime soon. You know, I feel like as long as he right. maintains his body well, I feel like you know, and and you're right. You know, the the length of a running back in the NFL, their their time frame and their yeah. you know their life in the NFL is not too long. But I feel like this guy's just built differently and. You know, you talk about Shady McCoy. You know, as the years went on, he he maintained it. But you know, yeah. once you lose his, once you lose that juke and ability as as a quick guy you know, you kind of fall off. It's the and, next guy's uh, job then. Yep. Yeah, like if, if, as long as Derrick Henry, you know, he's going to lose his speed. I've, everybody does as the years go on. But as long as he maintains that power, you know, you give him in goal line situations and things like that. He can maybe, honestly, I'm trying to think of a comparison and what comes to mind immediately is Blount, like Eric Blunt. That's exactly career. right. Yeah, yep. he's just kind of that bulldozer type of guy who, you know, yep. you can put in the committee with a, with a younger quick guy and it could work out for you.
1: Yeah, we see
2: we see it all the time. Sorry, T, to to mm-hmm. put in, but we we see it all the time with running backs who have it the first two years, and injury causes them to just lose it. Like Jay Jay for yeah. uh, an exact example of that, he even lost his speed. He, his injury, we we noticed he lost his speed in that play uh, where he he was you know wow. he, he was a runaway train. Yeah. or no, that was, was whoever that yeah that, that was, was blunt, blunt. But Jay Jay was running
0: down the field and he was yeah. caught. Or the caught, Cowboys uh, game. And then, Definitely. Yeah, Cowboys game. Yeah, we all remember that one. Uh, I'm going to give see, you yeah, – no, let's, let's, Yeah, I forgot. I got to throw it to you here. What yeah, do you mean Derrick Henry? You think this is a good contract?
1: Oh, absolutely. And it's like you said, I completely agree with you. See, the thing about – see, me personally, if I were to build a team, I like building a team around big bruiser backs like Derrick Henry instead of elusive backs like LaShawn McCoy because, like you said, I feel as though they last a little bit longer. And you, gave the, you guys gave the example of LeGarrette Blunt. I'm going to give you another example, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch started off strong with the Buffalo Bills, and he goes on to Seattle, and that's where the legend of Beast Mode began to take shape. And he was running yeah. strong, yeah. well into his late eight, late twenties. Yeah.
2: Well, also uh, a guy that we didn't talk about, we haven't really talked about on the show, is Frank Gore,
1: mm, an old head who's still going playing, strong.
2: who accepted a, an offer from another team, and he he's, he's still playing. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I, I remember. A few, yeah, good, a few years good, ago good. he was coming to the Eagles, and that. Um, that didn't go well, but he was, no. you know, mm-hmm. he's still playing. Uh, he's still breaking records.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. I, I think one thing I want to mention here with Derek Henry is four years, $50 million. I think this works out well for both sides, but honestly more for the Titans because, you know, he falls into that what 12, 13 million a year range, which I mean, for, for what he's produced, especially last season, isn't a whole lot. Um, but I still think uh, he's one of the best running backs in football. The one thing I will say on his downside is he doesn't catch a lot of passes which is what we're seeing a lot nowadays, you know, with Zeke and McCaffrey, Barkley, you know, you have to have that pass catching ability. So we'll see, um, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of mentality. If I'm like variable in the Titans, you know, I want to just use him right up the middle and keep working it. But, you know, if he can get involved in the passing game more, I think he just, that just brings a whole new element to his game, you know? So uh, we'll see a well-deserved contract, but let's talk about Mahomes here. And I, I'll throw it to, to Tanner first, oh, 10 years goodness. What is it? Four hundred fifty million dollars. Five hundred three. Yeah. Um, Five hundred three total. Four hundred fifty yeah. million in the contract. Five hundred three altogether with what he has left on his rookie deal. What do you, I mean, you know, what's your opinion on this contract for the best quarterback in football?
2: Uh, it, first off, it's a huge contract above uh, above Mike Trout and uh, Bryce Harper's contract yeah. in baseball. Uh, I think it's it's well deserved. This this kid uh, already um, two time Pro Bowler uh Super Bowl MVP, league MVP. Um it, he's just uh right now he's on, he's on the top of life. Um even to mention Club 99 in Madden, uh this kid is a uh, you know, it it's it's a great time to be Patrick Mahomes and a breakdown of his contract um of course if you play is perfect and like uh Max mentioned uh, 503 mil altogether uh including bonuses and everything uh one year fifty uh fifty mil one day he's making hundred and thirty seven thousand eight hundred and eight dollars and with just one minute Patrick Mahomes makes ninety-six dollars oh, ninety six dollars a man, minute man
1: that's ludicrous
2: wow I man, played the wrong, damn sleep position. eight hours of sleep man that's that's uh <laughs> that's one dollar and sixty cents a second yeah. <laughs>
0: That's something else. Uh, T, T, what do you think about this contract? I'm sick of this. Uh, oh, my goodness. First, well-deserved for uh, Mahomes here? Oh, are
1: you kidding me? Absolutely. Yes, it is well-deserved. Half a minute, man, break the bank, give him a blank check. Let him tell you what he wants to get paid, okay? Patrick Mahomes does things on the field that no quarterback I've ever seen in the history of the NFL and the NFL that I've watched so far has done. Okay, Patrick Mahomes defies everything um, that you're not supposed to do at the position. Throws across the body. Oh yeah, he does that with ease. Flick of the wrist, running all around, avoids negative plays. And then here's the crazy part. And we talked about this on a previous show. How when he first became the starter, he didn't know anything about reading defenses, and he was still lighting up the NFL. Oh my goodness. Now that he's learning how to read defenses, do you know how much scarier he's going to be? He's going to be a problem. Um, and I I don't usually say things like this, but I think he's going to be the modern day Tom Brady. I hate to say it, but I honestly feels feel like that.
0: That's interesting because yeah. his game doesn't resemble Tom's, but I guess you're talking you're talking Super you're Bowl. Talking I'm talking Felicity Super Bowl. in Super Bowl. I'm talking right.
1: championship Super Bowl rings, MVP.
2: Well, it. Also, I just want to add: this was an extension. So this is uh, this is a twelve-year. He's yeah, this is a twelve-year deal, mm-hmm. a contract. Um, this is one of the biggest contracts we've ever seen. I, I think this is the biggest contract in football that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, because, well, earlier there was Donovan McNabb had I was a thirteen. Was that a thirteen-year? Uh, Something deal ridiculous. I don't he think had, he went. Th-
1: I, yeah, he I know did he didn't. Through. I know he didn't play yeah. it out.
2: He yeah. didn't play it out. But there's. Um, that was a big deal, but this is this is the biggest deal that I that I've seen yeah. and uh, been able to dissect. Obviously, this is a team friendly deal because um, this goes out, this spans through ten years, and we'll be thirty to forty years old, or yeah, thirty years, and Patrick Mahomes will, and in, in a likely situation, still be playing on the Chiefs, and that that's huge. And obviously. What what does this mean for Patrick Mahomes? How does he have to play going forward? How many Super Bowls does he have to win for this to be paid off? Because I'm saying uh three. I say three Super Bowls. Two he's got he's he's got more Super Bowls left in his tank right. and he needs to win two more for me for this contract to be paid off.
1: I say four to five, man. You get paid that much. Four money? to five T. Listen, you're talking about a record. He's talking about
2: comparing Tom Brady. So I, I guess that would make sense that
1: in the simple fact that you're talking about a record breaking contract in which he's getting paid a half of a half of a billion dollars. A half of a billion dollars. Don't go i the paying you that much. I expect half of those years to be Super Bowl winning years. Four to
2: five is a lot, considering you, you can't win every Super Bowl that you go to. No, I guess right. you could uh, if you if you're Patrick Mahomes. It, it seems like he has the the best luck. Uh, yeah. but But uh, that that means he's going to at least six to seven uh, Super Bowls for UT, and it, that's that's what it would take.
1: Honestly, yeah. <laughs>
2: Not you wouldn't be satisfied if he just wins two.
1: No, half a billion, man. I mean, yeah, half a billion dollars. I'm paying you. Doggone it! I expect rings, plural, and I'm not just yeah. talking one ring, two ring. I'm talking three, four rings, maximum five. Like I'm expecting you to break all kinds of records with this tr- with this contract. I'm just saying.
2: Well, T, yeah. maybe you need to sit down with the Chiefs' office and discuss these uh, these thoughts going forward. <laughs> Do
0: we know yeah, it's guys. hard? Uh, personally, my opinion on this and I'll stay right now. This is a bad contract.
1: It's really? a bad contract. Mm-hmm.
0: It's forty five million dollars a year, and uh, I'm not saying Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Like, don't get me wrong; he's the best quarterback in the league. But I think the guy who runs the show and the reason why this is all a success is one guy, and that's Andy Reid. I think if Andy Reid isn't the head coach of the Chiefs, you put in Matt Lafleur, you put in, you put in a bum, and you Joe Schmo what? in there. I don't think Mahomes or the Chiefs are running on all cylinders. I really think that Andy Reid. You know, you don't I really think, think
2: they're going to go there? You don't think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl again? I think
0: mm-hmm. they'll make it to the Super Bowl. Don't get me wrong. I think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl, right? I do. But I'm looking back on history, and I personally, in my opinion, don't think you need a great quarterback to win a Super Bowl. I think you need a good quarterback to win a Super Bowl. I don't think you need a great one. I think you invest in the O-line. I think you invest in the D-line and pass rush. And, yeah, you need talent. You need guys like Tyree Hill, you Tyree Kill, and you need guys like Kelsey. You need difference makers, uh, you know, Chris Jones just got another nice contract with the chiefs as well, but $45 million a year. Um, and I get it. <laughs> like I get it right now, the Mahomes top of the world right now. But, um, when I sit here and I think, you know, long-term success, right? Look at the Patriots Did Brady, and I don't know off the top of my head, I don't want to say anything false, but I don't remember Brady ever having a mega contract, right? Even at the end of his career in New England took less money. So they get guys in there, pay them more. Yeah. And that's Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. So, I don't know. I love Mahomes. Probably one of my favorite players to watch in the league, no doubt. No doubt about it. But when I look at this and I look about Super Bowl wins and rings, do I see Mahomes winning five Super Bowl rings in the next ten years? I don't. I, I just think it's too hard. You know, I really do. I think Lamar Jackson's right there. If John Harbaugh remains the coach there in Baltimore and he gets Lamar's postseason, you know, mind figured out because, you know, he loses his mind in the postseason the last two years. If he figures that out, look out for the Ravens, too. Um, but, again, it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I can't wait. Shut I you, do think yeah. he wins another one. I'm not going to say he doesn't win one. Yeah. I do think he wins another one, maybe two, like Tanner said. But five, four or five, I don't think so. I think it's going to be too
1: tough. Man, like I said, Net- half a billion dollars, doggone to <laughs> Half a
0: billion, T. You know, how you build a team. How you build a team with that. Hey, you that know, ain't, invest in one that ain't player. My,
1: that ain't my problem to figure out. That's Kansas City Chiefs and their fans' problems. I got my you know, own issues you guys, back guys and,
0: and maybe Tanner. I don't know. Tanner's. I feel like Tanner's on the fence. But T, look, look at the a perfect example are you know our Philadelphia Eagles, right? Nick Foles, you know, guy we just got. You know, he's a backup. He comes oh, in and nice we win the Super Nick Bowl. Foles. But look at the, you know, we had a D line, we had an O line that was just dominant. You know, you win in the trenches. You know that.
1: And we were also uh, lucky. Let's be honest here. A lot of that was luck don't, don't because get them how started, m- our secondary.
0: Goals. See, listen. You got. I'll give you all the credit on that one. Our secondary was not good secondary was we were able to get pass board. rush and listen to what won us the game at the end of the day the pass, pass rush. rush exactly
1: yeah and tom Best brady still the lit edges. the defense up for over 500 yards which is ridiculous Let me this question
0: you take three really great d linemen or do you take a half a billion dollar quarterback which one are you picking
1: oh defense wins championships you know defense me i'm a defensive guy
0: 100 you get fletcher cox you get Miles Garrett in there. You get Yannick Ngakwe. That adds up to 450 million right there. You got the best D line in the league, and you just get a solid quarterback. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Like somebody just plug in there, like Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, Matt you Ryan, know, somebody that's not great. Oh top, gosh. you know top five. Oh, but he's God. good enough to win a Super Bowl. Oh Listen, God. I think if you if you get to a Super Bowl, you know, oh, uh, Colin Cowherd had. A great, I know not everybody's a Colin Cowherd fan. He had a great example the other day. He said. You know, if you're nominated for an Oscar, you're good enough to win an Oscar. If you get to the Super Bowl, you're Matt Ryan. You're good enough to win a Super Bowl. Oh, a bunch of low lifes. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, so, now now to uh, to change over to another player
2: that that's been in the news lately. You see this contract that Patrick Mahomes received. How does this affect Dak Prescott?
1: Mm.
2: And we, yeah. we've seen that so far, the the Cowboys and Dak Prescott have not been able to um, set in stone. A contract he's been I the Cowboys offered him thirty three to thirty five million a hundred uh mil guaranteed, yep. I believe. Um how does this affect Dak Prescott?
0: It hurts Dak Prescott it a ton him. in my opinion. And uh, here's why I look at one game. I look at one game, I look at the game at the link at the end of last season. You know, that's his game right there. He wins that game, he's in the playoffs. I don't don't give me the uh away, you know, uh he didn't have the home field advantage in Philly, right? I mean, Wentz is thrown to trash bags out there, right? And he still finds a way to get the job done. That can't just didn't get the job done. I don't think he's ever going to win a Super Bowl. And you know, when you're getting offered a hundred million dollars, I mean, it, in any human, if you're offered a hundred million dollars, how do you not accept that guaranteed money right there? I mean, he, he really thinks he's worth more than that. He's talking what thirty-five million a year. Listen, um, I, I just don't think he's <laughs> worth that money.
1: I've said this on a thousand of occasions. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an Eagles fan, but I also speak the truth when it comes to other people's teams. Um, Dak Prescott is a good quarterback he is not a great quarterback him asking for the amount of money that he was asking for is absolutely ludicrous it is ridiculous and guess what <laughs> I, you say the Eagles game is what killed him Um, this past season I'll go I'll take it a step back further what would have eliminated us from the very beginning before that game would have even existed and been as big as it was was the Bears game that it, I think is that what third game him. in, in yep. Chicago. That, that, well. mm-hmm. you know, that Bears uh, game really killed him.
0: Off of my last point, I say you need a good quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Tu called Dak Prescott a good quarterback, so I have to call him a decent quarterback because I don't <laughs> see him. I don't see him wearing a, wearing a Super Bowl ring anytime soon. You know, I just, um, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah,
2: Max. You say that, and I I mentioned the thirty three to thirty five million that was offered supposedly offered to. Dak Prescott, that would place him amongst quarterbacks with the same contract, uh, quarterbacks such as uh, Russ, Big Ben, and Jared Goff. Do you think he belongs among those names?
0: No, and when you left one name off that list there, Jimmy Garoppolo, which I don't agree with either, but mm, uh, no, he, he doesn't. He doesn't agree with it. I I, I I think that just watching him over the last year you know, down the stretch, the Cowboys had talent. I know their defense wasn't great, but they had they had a few guys, you know, they, they had a few game changers on the defense on Byron Jones. We all know him as a good corner. Uh, the Marcus Lawrence on the D line. So he had guys, he had Michael Gallup, who I think is underrated as a number two receiver in Dallas. Now CeeDee lamb wasn't there, but I still think Gallup's a number two receiver on that team. And don't give me the Amari Cooper thing in Philly last year. I don't want to hear it. Amari Cooper. Yeah. He was banged up a little bit, but the, the Cowboys on paper, you walk into the link, they're a better team and yeah. they couldn't get the job done. That couldn't get the job done. Um, I think, yeah, his mobility helps him. But I don't think he has the deep ball accuracy. Um, and I think he's a dink and dunker, to be honest with you. I, I haven't seen him really um, – I know he's won a playoff game or two. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on that one. But to be offered $33, 34000000 and your name's the conversation with Russell Wilson, I mean, please, get out of here. <laughs> Russ is the second-best quarterback in the league, in my opinion, right now. Because that guy doesn't yeah. know what the hell he's doing.
1: Oh, yeah. man, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. That, that I'm, as an Eagles
0: fan, listen, as an Eagles fan, I'm sitting here annoyed. I mean, geez, let's let's just drive Dallas in the cap hole right now, man. Just sign oh, that. I agree. But...
1: Matter of fact, they already are in the cap hole because they paid Ezekiel Elliott all that money, all right? They, they paid that offensive Amari line all Cooper. that money, not to mention Demarcus Lawrence, Amari Cooper, and all these other players. There's a reason why they can't really – um, sign any big players anymore, and this is the yeah. main reason why. Because they've allocated so much money to these other positions. This is the reason why they they really first off they don't want to play Dak Prescott because one they're in cap hell at this point because of Ezekiel Elliott's contract because that's what's really taking up the bulk of the cap, and two they really don't think that he's worth 33 dollars, and yeah. I agree with them. He's now really you have- not. He's a product now- of the offense.
2: Now you have frustration uh, stemming from this dispute as you have Dak Prescott's brother uh, publicly um, criticizing the Cowboys um, and mentioning that he's never been a fan of the Cowboys. And after he said, I believe he said this yesterday, he said after today, uh, I don't know how much longer I'll be able to support uh, the Cowboys or whatever like that. And that's just, uh, that's another thing that's going to go in towards. uh, I don't know, Dak Prescott mentioned that he's, happy to be a cowboy um and it doesn't seem like he is very frustrated he hasn't at least he hasn't shown that he's frustrated but family members and other people
0: are i'll tell you
1: like this man anybody that's a fan of the cowboys i think you're just an absolute despicable person with no heart all right (laughs) but that's just me personally i'm sorry
0: well listen uh, you guys are making great points um I try to look big picture here. It's about winning Super Bowls, right? It's not about fantasy football stats blowing up the stat sheet. It's not about getting to the playoffs, but, ooh, you know, miss, losing in the first round. It's about Super Bowl rings. Mahomes, yes. You look at Mahomes, you're like, the Super Bowl talent, no doubt. In my opinion, 45 mils is maybe a little too much. Um, and, I, again, like I said earlier, I'm not nickel and diamond here. I mean, if you pay the guy $40 million, just give him the biggest contract. He's the best player. If if you want to top Russell Wilson's, of course, 38 mil. But 45 is just a little too much for me. But, fine, you know, you're going to bid him that money, give him the money. Dak, on the other hand, um, for me personally, I look at a situation, in my opinion, that I can point to and say, okay, this is a great example, is the Browns situation right now, Baker Mayfield. Me personally, I look at Baker Mayfield and I say, this guy's not going to win the Super Bowl. You know, I know as a GM, you don't want to say, oh, I got to cut Baker right now because you don't want to look stupid in number one overall pick that you used on him. But it's about winning Super Bowls. And with all this talent around Baker Mayfield, he can't even make the playoffs last year uh, with Odell and Jarvis and, right. you know, the list goes on and What's he on. Here so, for if you're looking at Dak Prescott and you say, "Is this guy going to be able to win us a Super Bowl?" Right? Yet, I don't. I don't think he had Super Bowl talent on that team last year. But to not even reach the playoffs, I mean, this you, this stuff, in my opinion, it, it's eye opening. You know, if you can't make the playoffs with the talent you had in Dallas in the division, I mean, geez, look at the division that he played in last year. It was a bunch of junk. Um, and uh, and no, <laughs> no, disrespect to us, but on paper, I'm talking a bunch to you, of paper, low lifes. Dak should have went to the playoffs last year, and he didn't. And uh, for as an Eagles fan right now, it's like I wish he signed a contract, you know, because then you know, yeah, Carson, right gets to be, Carson gets to beat up on him for the next, you know, what, 10 years. Yep,
1: <laughs> yep. That's so my, that's I think Dak's going to gonna
0: be a free agent, and I think at this point, uh, people with a quarter or teams with a quarterback that they think, uh, internally think they can't get to the Super Bowl with, I think you cut your losses. You know, I don't have a degree I'm in sports management here, I'm not a GM, but if I'm sitting in the front office and I see my quarterback and I'm like, you know, the eye test, is this guy going to win a Super Bowl? I just think right. you got to cut your losses and, and you, the, the quicker you do it, the quicker you cut the cord and the less time you drag it out, the better you can, you know, turn over your team. Because I think the key to win a Bowl is you get a quarterback who's really talented on a rookie deal or at least a, a smaller contract than a mega one. And then you build around them. Like, like we've seen teams do before and, and really, you know, give mega contracts to maybe a, a left, left tackle or the D line O line. Um, again, Zeke, another thing with the running backs, why are teams giving these running backs, you know, hundred million dollar contracts. You know, their lifespan is so short. I know you need a talented RB, but look at our our team, the Super Bowl season. You have like a Garrett Blunt, you had Corey Clement, you had guys, you know, if you're a national viewer and you're out watch you're a Seattle Seahawks fan and you're watching the Super Bowl, you're like, who in the world's Corey Clement? Like right. but this guy's catching touchdown passes in the Super Bowl, You know what I mean? So that's just my two cents on it. Yeah.
2: Now I know we're running low on time, but I wanna get into um uh, the Eagles games and how the coronavirus will affect uh, the attendance and how it will affect the Eagles. Hmm. So the mayor of Philadelphia, uh, he released a statement that the city will prohibit large gatherings and events through February 28th, 2021. Hmm. Uh, So this, after seeing this, I I assume that this also meant uh, Eagles games and uh, stadiums and stuff like that. But the Eagles, yesterday released a statement to season ticket holders that would say that said that it, it did not include the Eagles stadium because it was privately owned and this would, they going forward, they're, they're setting a plan ahead. But to me, I'll tell you as someone that um, recently acquired season tickets last year, before all this happened, obviously I would, uh, my, my dad would not have acquired these season tickets. Um, but so, so you see everything with the coronavirus, it is they're cutting down uh attendance to half um the attendance. Uh for me that's still I still would not probably not attend these games because the the link can hold sixty eight thousand five hundred and thirty two people and half that attendance would be thirty four thousand two hundred and sixty six people. That is way still way too many people yeah. to yeah. be in attendance. They said that, um, Obviously, not all those people would be season ticket holders, so it would be less. Uh, They would spread it out. Um, But I just don't think this is going to be approved. I don't think that uh, if the NFL does play, personally, I don't think we're going to have an NFL season either. Hmm. But if the NFL does play, I do not think that fans will be in attendance. Um, And I'll tell you, that will really affect the way that the Eagles' defense plays because I, I found a stat that mentioned over the last five years, the Eagles have drawn the most pre-snap penalties at home with 126. Wow. Uh, so this what? would greatly affect um, with no fans. Obviously, the fans would not be able to affect the quarterback and uh, the snap. So this it, it'll be
0: a huge difference maker. That's an if impressive there no stat. Right there. Link. Yeah, diving deep into the book on that one. But geez, I didn't know that. That's good um, Tanner work right there, man. It is. It really is. And, uh, you know, it really, if I really do feel for season ticket holders, um, as somebody who doesn't love, I mean, I wouldn't go to every single game. You know, it's just uh, not that it's a hassle. It's just something that, for me personally, I go to like one or two. But for season ticket holders in general, I mean, I mean, diehards. And uh, yeah. I am one, but. Uh, it really does suck. You know, you, you want to get down there. You want to see the games. Um, obviously, safety comes first. but it's just not worth it. I, I, I do agree. And, and I think, and Tanner makes a good point there, I do think that we're going to be one of the teams that it affects the most because we've all been at the link. Uh, we know how loud it gets inside there, especially when we're on defense. You know, you can't even hear the person next to you. Um, and, and, and all of the, of the music that gets, you know, that the third down bell that that rings and the Rocky music playing. Um, yeah. It's a lot of fun, and uh, it gets the crowd really loud. And of course, like like you said, Tanner, a lot of pre snap penalties, um, and a lot of you know just getting off the field, a lot of free outs we've seen in the past. So, um, it's going to be tough. It's definitely going to be tough. And there's a lot of
2: questions going forward, especially for the NFL. I know recently before the show, J.J. Watt uh, mentioned how they have so many more questions on what's going to happen and how they're going to be protected. Uh, I know Oakley was uh, planning to come out with a shield. Uh, for the helmets, but that would also affect uh, players' visibility and breathing. Mm-hmm. So there's still a lot to go forward, and it just doesn't make me confident that there will be an NFL season with a lot still on the table as questions and uh, who will play and where they will play and if fans will attend.
0: Yeah, I think, and I want to add your eyes' opinion on this, if, if the NFL season does happen, do you think they're going to pull something I don't think you can pull something as far as just having one location like the NBA did in no. Orlando. No, it might be tough. But do you see, you know, maybe, uh, you know, eight stadiums on the West Coast, eight stadiums on the East Coast, or maybe something like that? And
1: yeah, um, so I don't think I don't think it's going to be that kind of a scenario. So you, the scenario you're kind of describing is how college football is going to be played. Everything is going to be played within conference. Um, right. There's not going to be you no know, out out of conference games. It looks like. Um I know so far the Big 10 and the Cup and a couple other conferences have confirmed that but in the NFL I don't think that's how it's going to be because if I'm not mistaken I believe most of these teams um have private charter planes if I'm not mistaken so they would be traveling privately and I guess whatever hotel they're in I guess it would have to be you know cleaned out thoroughly and inspected and things of that nature
2: I believe you know, what I saw is that teams will not be taking a plane and they will all have to take a bus.
1: That's a heck of a bus ride, man. Yes, yeah.
2: wow. and they're going to play out their same
0: schedule, right? The, the um, schedule that was released, or that, they... that's
2: still up in the air, I guess. Uh, you can't, for me, that you you have to have a plan like Max said with eight on one side, eight on the other. You can't because there's going to be um, obviously these stadiums are in different states and different states have different. Uh, limitations and i know california is basically shut down right and so if this happens in the middle middle of the season which um they're predicting another uh, the cases will rise um this there's going to be teams that won't be able to play that game because they won't be able to go to the stadium and there's going to be a lot going forward so i think you do have to do what max said or something like that
0: yeah, I, I don't, you could also do, uh, you know, region, like like we've seen in baseball do, you know, where the Eagles will play, like the Steelers, the Redskins, the Giants, maybe even the Patriots, um, and kind of stay in, in the region bubble, so to speak. But um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. There's really a ton of options they could choose. I think MLB did a pretty good job, honestly, with how they handled it, and everybody's kind of staying, um, you know, in their yeah. own little area. Well, that's going to be
2: important to see how NHL, the NBA, the MLB – are doing with cases and if there's any outbreaks, because Mm -hmm. now the NFL is in a position where they really can just sit back and see Uh, how these other leagues either succeed or fail. mm -hmm. And honestly, what I see happening is the NFL pulling the plug on the season. And I know none of us, none of us want to see that. And that's going to be hard for us because what are we going to talk about? But I think that that's a big possibility.
0: It's going to be tough. Listen, I think that NFL is probably the one sport where you know it's, it's contact and the guys bumping into each other like every single sweat play. Yeah. spit all yeah. the time and i think you can't have it in domes you know you want to let the you know all of your you know uh I guess your breath you know everything i just where it goes up and you don't want to have, have it crammed you know in a dome or things like that so even those little ticky things get uh brought up but i, I do, i'll make the, the one nhl point of the night here um with chris not being here but uh, they move the the. He's not the, your cup of tea. Lo- lo- <laughs> they move the locations of the season to to Canada, so so the West Coast will play uh, in Edmonton, Canada, Alberta, Canada. The East Coast will play in Toronto, uh, on the East Coast. So we'll see how that works. NHL uh, they kind of have the visors slash you know asks yeah. already. Quit yucking my yum. Plays out, but no, uh, it slated is that slated
2: for an August second. August first uh, is is August slated 2nd. as
0: the first. Okay. Uh, so I think, yeah, NHL, yeah, it, obviously contact sport as well. But I think with with kind of that shield already in place, uh, it kind of, it might work out well. I, I think NHL might have the best uh, advantage as far as you know having the cases limited. But it's going to be weird too. You got to think about things like if if Mahomes gets COVID, uh, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't want to root for that. And uh, but but uh, you're, you know you're thinking about those things. If he does, or Russell, for example, then. You know, that kind of just messes up the whole season. Like, like does the best team really win at the end of the day? You know, right. or give them the best shot? And I'm not saying the best team wins even when everybody's healthy, but you know, you got to think it, it'll definitely play a factor.
1: It's the same thing yeah. we talked about um, last show with the NBA. You know, whoever comes out of this, you know, whoever wins, you know, the championship ultimately, you know, do we really count that? You know what
2: I, i've been uh, I've been thinking about this, and since we're uh, transferring over to the NBA topic if whoever wins uh, this season is is a champion because each team going into this is going – obviously, you're going in to win. Sure. And so, if yeah. you win, you're a champion. And I guess the sore losers could be like, uh, it, it doesn't count because they lost. But for me, each team, you're playing with the same limitations, uh, you're s- same situation, same stadium. Uh, you're all dealing with the, the same the same things. So I feel like whoever wins this season will, will be still be considered a champion.
1: What
0: if LeBron gets COVID-19 in a week and he can't play throughout the first yeah, couple weeks? The,
2: whether it's the coronavirus or not, each, each day uh, you're risking getting sick yep. by something. Players get the flu. Michael Jordan got the flu. He still played, however. But, you know, uh, whether it's the coronavirus or not, you're still – you could get an injury off the court uh, – we saw that with, uh, I believe it was John Wall. He, he was it John Wall? He yeah, fell down the Yeah, John centers. Wall. Yep. Uh, you could be just—I uh, forget who the player was, but he tripped over his kid's his kid's toy. Anything could happen. Um, not basketball related. That you just everyone has to deal with that. If you get sick, you get sick. It's whether you took the right precautions or
0: not, and you were careful enough. I agree mm-hmm. with what you're saying, and I totally understand it. Say Kawhi and LeBron get sick, and the Nuggets go to the finals, and the Nuggets win the finals. Are the Nuggets the best team in the league?
1: Well, no. We all know that the Nuggets aren't the best team in the league, even if those because well, that's my whole point. Arguably, so yeah, arguably two, not, two the top audience. five players yeah, just went out um, for, with the sickness, so obviously, no, the Nuggets aren't necessarily going well, to be the best team.
2: That's what I'm. That's what the point. Well, I'm listen, making here. when the Eagles won the Super
0: Bowl, were they the best team in the league?
1: I on think they paper, were. full I think health. I really did. On paper, I think if full they played again
0: the next night, T, I think if they played again the next night, the Eagles will win. You get the same result. On really? paper, if fully
1: did. healthy, uh, you can make the argument. It's going into the paper, Super Bowl, no. Just
0: felt, oh, listen. It felt like the Eagles weren't going to lose. I mean, the whole playoff run. I never sweated in the Super Bowl. I never sweated <laughs> about. You might have been I, a I, I didn't. One of few I didn't. people. <laughs> listen, it's almost like my home's. And I'll give you a perfect example in that playoff game against the Texans when he's down 24-0. I'm not sweating at all. I'm like, the Chiefs are going to win this game. They got Pat Mahomes. It's too early in the game for him to lose. It's like That is just, blasphemous. In my head, I'm like, i watched this team all season long, and I'm not nervous at all. I just never felt like we how were to
2: lose. How about when Cam Newton went to the Super Bowl against the – it was the Broncos. Yeah, it was the Broncos. And they lost. Were the Broncos the best team in the league with Peyton Manning under center or were the Panthers – the Panthers were the best team in the league.
0: I now listen. But the Broncos I see your had point the best there, But listen, but all, T and I think you back me up on this one. Defense and Von Miller in that game. Yes. Denver's defense. Chris Harris Jr. Von Miller. Keep to I mean, look at that whole unit there. It's that like the defense second was coming dominant. Second coming of the Legion of Boom. There, so I'm not going to just hand you know the Panthers' best team in the league. But I, I understand what you're saying. We just got different opinions. Yeah.
2: Everyone's dealing with the same thing to me, and everyone's dealing with the possibility of of getting the coronavirus in the NBA and uh, it seems like they're taking the right precautions uh, they have. They're all in the bubble. Uh, some players haven't um, followed the bubble per se. We have uh, the <laughs> snitch hotline in effect. Um, it's ridiculous. Holmes actually left the bubble to get who knows what he got. Could have been McDonald's food. Was it worth it? it could have been Taco be Bell. Now, yeah, yeah to be in a uh, now 14-day quarantine, you're not
0: able to practice with your team. Uh, Well, no disrespect to Rashawn Hall. Oh, no! Not a huge loss for the Kings, I'll just say that. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) And then you
2: have have a player that got snitched on in Dwight Howard who wasn't wearing a mask, and uh, somebody called the hotline another player. You piece of Swiss uh, cheese! Or possibly an employee. I don't know how it works over there. But he got snitched on for not wearing a mask. Yeah, and he's I, I, a player that wasn't quite sure if he wanted to be a part of the
0: NBA restart. A bunch yeah, of just, low life. That's just not having any self discipline right there. But no. I will say this, this guy who played travel basketball as a kid, you know, staying in your overnight hotels with all your buddies on the team. It's almost like a little playground for all the NBA guys. I mean, I heard what Kemba came out in an interview earlier today or yesterday and said, you know, he's walking downstairs to get some food and he sees the LeBron just walking around. Like when's the last time LeBron's walking around a hotel ever? I mean, it's, it's, right. since he was like playing you know, AAU ball when he was nine or 10 or whatever. It's got to be crazy for these employees who are working at this hotel. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, you see LeBron just walking out of his room. He's got a robe on, just chilling, you know, hanging out. Yeah. Like it's his own it's about
2: damn time. And Joel Embiid
0: said that he was perfectly
2: fine staying, playing video games. Um, but he also oh, of did he not is. think that other players were going to be able to follow the protocol.
0: I saw this one thing in these ballrooms they are setting up NBA courts. But they're setting them up just like how they would for each team, you know, just how the court would look if they were home. And they're setting them up right next to each other it was weird. I saw a picture; of the Heat's court was literally like six feet away from the Pacers' court. They had the the home, you know, markings and the paint and all that on yeah. it. Was it's pretty cool.
2: I think this is this will be a lot more entertaining than if it was a regular NBA season because these guys are living with each other now.
1: Yep.
0: Um, now I did hear. I did hear about them getting mic'd up. I don't know if that's such a good idea.
1: Oh, no, you're because- going to hear some <laughs> words just that ain't appropriate yeah. to hear on television. The, the league
0: said they might play the games on, like, a 20-second delay so they can, like, yeah. edit things out. But It's going to be sort of like an all-star game every game. Every every 10 seconds, you can hear, like, a beep or a beep yeah. out or something. They're going to be yeah.
1: like this. What
0: the f- is that? <laughs> yeah. But listen, I mean, I think you still pick up things, too, because you'll be in a, you know indoors and you won't have any crowd noise so you can kind of hear whistles i mean whistleblowing you know clear as day yeah um so it'll be, it'll be kind Sneakers of weird squeaking and yep. all that <laughs> but hopefully it just gets it's through because i feel like i'm kind of nervous if one two players get the the virus and then everything gets shut down so you know we'll see how long it goes through but i, I want to end the point on this uh ben sim is moving the power forward is the rumor here for the upcoming season restart and shake milton now getting the point guard duties um I sat here on the show last week, two weeks ago, and said, you know, are we going to see the same old Sixers or is there going to be different plays, different motions run? Uh, do you think this change could be a start of something that, uh, you know, we can see some changes, a start of something new with the Sixers squad?
2: No, I, I like this this change uh, to his position. I think that's where he should be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, listen, I listen, I agree with that 100%. I think what we were doing earlier in the year wasn't working. Ooh. I mean, we definitely should have been higher up than sixth in the Eastern Conference. And uh, Sheik Milton, you know, we, we point to that West Coast trip, you know, that Clippers game that he had on a Sunday afternoon a uh, few months back, uh, dropped like 38, I think, or something ridiculous. So he's got the talent. Um, and the thing is, um, my question, you know, when I think about the Sixers in general, Ben Simmons with no fans, uh, open gym, just kind of, you know, five on five playing pickup almost in his head. Uh, Is this guy going to shoot threes or is he still going to be nervous with all those viewers watching on TV? And
1: that is my main thing with him moving to power forward. Power forward is one of those positions where, dude, you must shoot the damn ball. That's my biggest thing. I have no problem with Shake Milton being the point guard, especially how, you know, towards, you know, the coronavirus hitting the season, how he was playing for the Sixers. However, Ben Simmons, this does not this does not help the team at all. If he does not shoot that rock for crying out loud. And yeah. I've been watching interviews, you know, where the players would be like, you know, oh, he's he's shooting more things. I think Brett Brown said he's shooting more threes and practice than he did during the season. What the frickin' freaking do? It's it's practice. I need to see him shoot the J during an actual game, not just see, one J. I we need multiple J's, man.
0: Since we were back at Monaco Studios. Man. Yes. We've been at this for a while. So we're still talking about the same thing, the yes. same thing, the same thing. Um, hopefully we can see him take a few jump shots but i gotta tell you what shake milton man this guy burst onto the scene and if he can play the way he did before you know right before the the season you know got postponed for a little while if he can pick up that play that he had this team could make a run um, and al horford yes. now is moving to the second unit i'm assuming it's going to be shake Jay, rich tobias um ben and joe you know the starting five and then you have al come off the bench with furcon and uh, Matisse Stiebel, guys like that. So I do like the rotation, but it's, it remains to be seen. We'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, if you guys want any more points, man, let's shut it down. It was a good show.
1: Yo, definitely. Always enjoy doing it with you guys. All right. If you guys missed any of this episode, you can always go to philly com. available on all major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, The Holster Bass. We also do a live stream on Twitch as well. Just about every other Thursday. Hopefully, with sports coming back, we may be able to do it every Thursday, but that remains to be seen. Oh, by the way, we also have an Instagram account. Follow us. Yeah. Yep. The
2: Philly Experience Podcast. Yes. Right there on Instagram now.
1: There was no excuse as to why, you know, you shouldn't be getting your um, fix of Philly Experience Podcast. Because we're going to throw it right in your faces each and And every single week.
0: Always. Shout out hey, Velasquez too by the way guys Hopefully he can go more than like four innings And he starts the season <laughs> Hey guys wear a mask, mask. Right, If you don't wear a mask you're worse than a Cowboys fan
1: <laughs> For crying out loud people Wear a damn mask I'm sick of this damn coronavirus Please Jeez
0: You dumbass All right, Stay safe, everybody. We know it's hard Cause that guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing
1: I'm
2: not giving Jerry Jones my money. F*** that guy.